Good day, everyone. Thank you for responding. Um, I'm going to read um, from First Peter five, verse five, um, up to seven. No, up to six. Likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility toward one another. For God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that, you, so that at the proper time he may exalt you. You notice that it, it says, be subject to, be subject to your elders, but then in the same sentence it says, clothe yourself in humility. So they go hand in hand. So if you're going to be humble, it shows by you being subject to someone. But if you are truly going to subject yourself or submit yourself to, to authority, to leadership, to God, to the word, it requires humility. But it doesn't just require a single act of humility. It requires clothing yourself in humility. And when you clothe yourself, it's a consistent thing. It's not just like a um, you're just saying, okay, I'm going to be humble and do this, and then you don't have to be humble because you said no. It's a clothing. So you have to be humble throughout the whole thing. If I'm wearing this shirt, it means I'm wearing this shirt for the whole day. If I'm going to be humble in submitting myself to my parents, it means I'm going to be humble throughout the whole of, the, of me submitting to them. Does that make sense? So that's why um, the title of this very short sermon is called Humility Through Obedience. Um, now... I, yeah, I guess in, in regards to the, the testimony I just shared, um, it's the, the relevance is that my mum or my parents, but my mum was the one that specifically on that day instructed the praying, right? So she was like, hey, let's do this because this is something we're going to do. Now, <clears throat> she's not technically his elder, this, this guy that, that didn't want to have a bar of it. She's not technically his elder. She's not technically his leader, but... Um, Mark McClendon, who was the managing director of all of Southeast Asia and CBN, he is. He's this guy's boss. And he invited my parents in. He invited DMS in um, for CBN. And because of that, he opened the door for my mum and my parents, or just all of, like, all of us, to come in and to work with them. So he opened the door. He put my parents at that level of authority. So by this guy not submitting himself, by this guy not humbling himself and then submitting to what my mum was trying to do in that session, he's actually not submitting to Mark, which means that he's not submitting to his elder. Um, And so that's what he was required to do if he was really going to show humility. But more than that, the scripture says to clothe with humility. So it's not just enough for him to have obeyed. It's not just enough for him to have done it, for any of them to have done it. As we've seen with some of these other ones, with these guys who, were, who started off by doing it but not really like engaging their heart with it, not really humbling themselves. It's not just enough to do it, but you actually have to humble yourself to see the breakthrough. You have to humble yourself enough to be like, okay, you know what? I'm not even going like, to let my mind just tell me that this is a waste of time. A leader who is leading me has given me permission or is, has said that this is what we're doing. So I'm going to do it, and I'm going to humble myself, and I'm going to do it. If I don't see it, then I don't see it. But if I do see, see the Holy Spirit, then I see it. And that's what happened with these guys. So it's more than just being obedient. It's more than just being like, yeah, I'll do it. You have to have the right heart through it all, the whole way. Um, it, takes, 
It takes real humility to turn obedience into submission. Yeah? Because when the tech guys humbled themselves, that's when they saw the breakthrough. Um, so I want to give, just kind of give some examples from Jesus. Um, and one of, uh, a really cool one is uh, in, in Matt, Matthew. I just wrote Matt. It's not Matt, it's Matthew. Um, Matthew 4, verse 1 to 11. Um, and this is, of course, the story where um, Jesus gets taken up after being baptized and gets, gets tempted. Um, I'm just going to read it real quick. Matthew, verse, uh, Matthew chapter 4, verse 1 to 11. Then Jesus, sorry, then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, Again it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these I will give you if you fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and only him shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and were ministering to him. Now, this is an example of Jesus, and this is an example of him being humble, right? Now, first you're thinking, okay, he's he's just resisting temptation. But you'll notice that with the temptation... Jesus still had a physical form. Jesus was still human, so he was incredibly hungry after 40 days of fasting. And so when, when the devil was like, hey, turn that bread into stone, he was like, no. He humbled himself to the word, and he said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. It's, it's very simple, yet it's incredibly powerful. Because to resist the temptation of the enemy, to resist what the devil was trying to get him to do, what he, to try and meet his agenda, Jesus instead humbled himself. Because not only that, remember that just before this he'd been baptized and just before this he'd had this incredible experience where a voice from heaven had been like, this is my son, and, a, and the Holy Spirit like a dove came down. Um, so he didn't turn to the devil and be like, do you know who you're talking to? Do you know who I am? Um, no. He didn't. He didn't say, this is what I can do. He said, no, this is what the word says. This is what God says. This is what the word of God says to me, and this is how I'm going to submit myself and be humble. Um, and so that's how he resisted the enemy. He submitted. He submitted to a higher power in humility. Um, and then, and all through Jesus' life, you see this humility. Later on, um, <clears throat> in Mark 14, I'm not going to read it, but it's... Um, it's basically when he goes to the Garden of Gethsemane and he's like, God, please, if this cup can be taken away from me, of course, talking about the crucifixion um, and being crucified, he says, God, if this cup can be taken away from me, please let it be taken away. So he wanted to, to be taken away from him, but he still submitted throughout all of it. And then in that same passage, 
when one of his servants goes to defend him from the, from the crowd coming to take him away, he says, don't you know that I, could, that I could appeal to the Father and call an army of angels to protect me? But he doesn't. And, then, and, I, and I thought about that. I was like, man, he, could, he had all this power in, in his words. With, with one word, he could call like a legion of angels, right? And then you think about that. Think about him going through everything that he went through, getting whipped, having to carry this massive cross up this, up this hill, having, and then everything on the cross where he got his, his hands and feet nailed, where he um, you know, got the massive, massive crown. This whole time he could have stopped it with a single word, but the restraint that he showed um, is, is, is phenomenal. And I really believe it's because of this heart of humility and it's this heart of submission to the plan of God the submission to the word of God and resisting the enemy, but then this, this submission of the plan of God in doing what God wants to do in your life. Um, and this is, this is where, we, where I kind of was like really blown away was by, was by seeing this example from Jesus and then seeing how it works in the real world, seeing how humility kind of, um, yeah, re- shows itself when you're not showing it. That makes sense. Um, because God needs submission from us. He needs obedience. But it's not just about doing his plan or achieving the goal that he set out for you. But it's about doing it his way the whole time. And it's about submitting yourself the whole time. Um, <clears throat> because pride can still find its way even in our obedience. Pride can still find its way into our heart even when we've said, yes, God, I'm going to obey your word. Um, See, the guy from before, when I was saying the, the testimony from before, um, he showed obedience by rocking up to DMS, and he showed obedience by standing with the group. Um, but, refusing, but by refusing to participate in it humbly, he wasn't actually submitting. He wasn't actually, it's not real submission because he wasn't humble through it. And because of that, he stunted any potential growth that the Holy Spirit could have brought him in that day. Even for the, the whole of DMS, just because of the, the thread of, um, you know, whatever. He really stopped whatever the Holy Spirit, and I, and I know a lot of you have experienced this, and, and I saw it in DMS, like the Holy Spirit did some incredible things for some of the people um, in DMS, like this past in Indonesia. And I was, and it made me sad, because I'm like, man, this guy could have had the exact same experience. If only he just saw with Jesus' eyes, if only he just saw what God wanted to do in him, if only he had humbled himself he really could have had his life changed by the Holy Spirit. Um, but he didn't because his pride stopped him from being able to access what the plan that the Holy Spirit had had for him. Um, I want to share another testimony. I want to share my own testimony. Um, just about, yeah, that kind of this idea of being humble and submitting yourself um, and being humble through your submission this DMS um, leading up to it, I just God just opened up so many doors for me, um, which really showed that He wanted me there, um, and I really did feel the call to be there. But it was it was pretty difficult, I think, like leading up to it, trying to make sure that it all worked out. But I did it. I obeyed, and I made sure that I was able to go to DMS in in Jakarta, in Indonesia. Um, but then even once I had made the decision to obey, I was like, okay, great. I'm going to DMS and now I can just 
do DMS and I can help out. Um, and I, I realized my mindset going into it, only, I only realize this now looking back, but my mindset going into it was, okay, so I'm going to be one of the team. I'm going to be there to help out. I'm going to be there to talk to people and, and minister and be up the back praying. Um, and I, it was, I look back now and I was like, oh, that's, it's so wrong. But at the time, because I had been obedient, I was like, no, this is what God wants me to be there for. He wants me to be a leader. Uh, but then for, for whatever reason, I, the Holy Spirit, I really, when I sat down in each of the, um, in each of the sessions, I, I really listened. Because previously, whenever I've done DMS, I've done DMS like since I was, a, like I've been in DMS since I was a little kid and I've done it like so many times. And so the, my mindset has always been like, oh, I've done this before, I've heard this before. Um, even in the session when they talk about, you know, you never know what the Holy Spirit can show you. I could probably quote that back to you, but I would still have that thought of, but I have done this before, so I've heard it all, so I don't, it doesn't really matter. Um, and so, but for whatever reason, in these sessions, I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to sit and I'm going to listen. Um, and then there was a session where, oh, and, oh, sorry, no, not just one session, Pretty much every session that was talked about, God revealed something new to me. And I was like, what the heck? It was just like every single session, not just like one or two standouts, but every session. As, as I was listening to my mom preach the same, the same topic, teach the same topic, preach the same sermon that, she's, that I've heard her talk. Even my dad like saying the same thing that I've heard him say like so many different times. Every single time the Holy Spirit was just like, yeah, look at it this way though. Um, and I want to kind of mention one in particular. Uh, my mom does this session on, uh, it's like Devil's Limited, we're not, I don't think it's officially called that anymore, but it talks about um, our authority. Um, and just really briefly, the Holy Spirit showed me before this, I'd always thought, you know, we have this authority to, um, to call on the name of Jesus. That's our authority as Christians, is to call on the name of Jesus and you know, he will do a work in us. And I was always like, yeah, like we do have authority to call on Jesus. Um, so when, when things like, like fear um, or like even like an actual spiritual attack would come, I'd always be like, but I have the name of Jesus, so it's fine. Um, but I, I still kind of had a little bit in my mind that was like, but what if, what if I can't speak and I can't say the name of Jesus? What if I... Like I'm still, I still had like fear of the initial encounter. I don't know. This is just my own personal stuff where um, I realized that fear was still kind of present. But then listening to my mum teach on it, the same topic that I'd heard probably like dozens of times before, I, I realized that that what she was saying wasn't just that the Holy Spirit in us gives us authority, but because Jesus put the same Holy Spirit in us that was in him, the authority is actually with us. The authority is actually in us to, to, to make principalities and, and the enemy like bow down and to make, to make them submit because Jesus put his spirit in us means that the, the authority is within us. And yes, we call the name of Jesus because he is higher above everything else and he is the, the ruler of everything, but the actual authority is in our words and the authority is in us as who I am as a Christian, who I am as a believer means that I actually have the authority. So when I have fear, when fear tries to find its way into my life, I'm not just saying, 
oh, Jesus, help me remove this fear. But I'm actually saying, no, fear, remove yourself from my mind. Remove yourself from my soul because you are not a part of me and I have authority to cast you out. Yeah. And these are the th- this is something that God spoke to me. And this is just one of the many things that God spoke to me through DMS. And I honestly, I feel like this particular lesson, especially the one about, about fear and about my authority in Jesus has been pretty, like, pretty significant in my life. And it never would have happened if I hadn't humbled myself. It never would have happened if for that, that one session, that one session on the authority, on our authority in Jesus, that never would have happened for me if I had sat there thinking, I wonder what everyone else is getting out of this session. Or if I was walking around, you know, thinking, oh, what's that guy? Is he, is he even listening over there? Because the Holy Spirit wanted to work in me. And I was only ever going to know that if I had humbled myself the whole time. Now, I'm not really sure what it was that made the change this time. Maybe it was because of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's been doing a lot of stuff in me to humble me over the last six months. <clears throat> so it, maybe it was that as well. But my mindset was different going into this DMS, and it meant that God could actually work in me and could do something different in me. Um, when we let the Holy Spirit speak to us, he's... The whole point of the Holy Spirit giving us a revelation is that it's revealed to us, which means that we didn't see it before, which means that we didn't know what it was that the Holy Spirit was trying to tell us until we actually listened. Because we don't know what we don't know, especially when it concerns things of the Spirit, especially when it concerns things that only the Holy Spirit can show us. And this was, one of, again, one of those instances that only the Holy Spirit could... That, the whole thing about the authority that I have... It was a very subtle shift. It was a very subtle change. But it was, it was only something that the Holy Spirit could do in me and not just something that the words were going to automatically change in my mind. Um, and it really just shows me, like, how will we ever learn if we keep letting pride control us? How will we ever learn if we keep letting pride stop us from submitting to our elders? If we, if we, stop letting, if we keep letting pride stop submitting ourselves to... Um, to those who are teaching, to those who are, who are trying to lead us, to those who are trying to disciple us. Um, the importance is there, and it's shown in, in First Peter, that hum- like humbling yourself and having humility is in the, same, in the same sentence as be subject to your elders, be subject to those who are above you. Because God puts authority, God puts leaders in our life for a reason, so we need to show submission, and we need to be subject to it. Because this is how we show humility and submission to, to God, to the word, to his plan for us is also by doing it to the leaders who he's put in our life. And this is where we see humility because you can't submit without humility. And the result of humility is submission. We need to clothe ourselves with humility at every point. We need to constantly clothe ourselves and it also says as well, let me just find it. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility toward one another, which means we humble ourselves to our leaders, but we also humble ourselves to each other. We also humble ourselves so that it's an attitude. It's not just, a, it's not just split decisions here and there. It's a constant being clothed in humility so that you are constantly in that place where you are able to submit, where you're able to submit to your parents, where you're able to submit to your cell group leader, where you're able to submit to your pastors, 
even to your department leader, if you're on the, on, the, on the welcome team or the setup team and you're able to submit to the person that's trying to lead you on the hospitality team, if you start having a really a bad attitude to them, then that's not biblical. You know, you might have problems with leaders. You might have things that start to upset you or you might have things where there's conflict, but you have to make sure that you handle it and that you delicately deal with it in the right way and that you actually are submitting it to God before you then bring it to other leaders. Because everything that we do, everything that we need to make sure of can only be found in humility. Let me try that again. Everything that we do in leadership as Christian leaders, even as a volunteer, everything that we do needs to be clothed in humility. We need to be clothed in humility through everything that we do, especially when it comes to ministry, especially when it comes to things of the church. When, when we're responsible for, for the people around us, when we're responsible for making sure that the people around us are being discipled and that the, the people under us are being discipled, we need to be humble throughout all of it. And even for our own life, when we need to make sure that the Holy Spirit is able to speak to us, you never know how the Holy Spirit's going to speak to you. Sometimes, for a lot of us, the Holy, speaks, Holy Spirit speaks to us in our private time. But for some of us, maybe the Holy Spirit just wants to say one specific thing, and it's through this one leader, because that's where you start to see the humility. Maybe it's through one lesson. Maybe my, maybe my sermon today is, is what's speaking to you. Or maybe the Holy Spirit wants to speak to you through what I'm saying today. You, you never know, and you're never going to know unless humble yourself at every single moment because I didn't think I was going to get a whole lot from DMS. I didn't think I was going to learn a whole lot that I didn't already know and yet the Holy Spirit changed my life. He changed my mindset in so many ways in two weeks. But I had to humble myself first. So I want everyone to stand up. Um, and I want to I want to use this time in worship um Singing Emmanuel. Yeah. Um, I want you guys to, as we sing this song, to think about the example of Jesus and think about the example of really true humility and what it looks like. And I feel like if some of you, maybe if you need to repent, I want you to feel free to do that in this worship time. If you feel like you feel like God's saying, I want you to open up your heart to me just that little bit more, maybe you need to do that. Maybe you need to give yourself, maybe you need to dedicate your mind or dedicate yourself to to clothing yourself with humility just a little bit more because even though I've had this incredible experience I know that it's an ongoing exercise it's an ongoing thing this isn't the end for me this isn't just the final stop where I'm like yeah I've done it I've clothed myself in humility now I can do whatever I have to be constantly doing it for the rest of my life so any of you if you want prayer for it you can come out the front I'm not going to necessarily invite that but if you really feel like you want to come to the front and pray for it, feel welcome to. But otherwise, just stay where you are and, and just pray and ask the Holy Spirit to show you. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you in your life where maybe you've held off certain, um, certain blocks where you have refused to submit, whether it's to a leader, um, to a parent, to the Word of God or to God's plan in your life. Somewhere where you've refused to submit, I want you to to pray and I want you to ask God to reveal that to you I want you to really honestly think about it and ask the Holy Spirit to help you humble yourself so that you can submit and if you need to repent do it because there's no better place than in worshipping